0: A true sign of a child of God is your attitude toward the Word of God. A true sign of a child of God ought to be one's attitude toward the Word of God. This is Bear Valley Bible Institute. We live with the Word on a daily basis. The real question is, do we live in the Word on a daily basis? I want to live with the Word and in the Word and die in the Word. In Job, we read your word have I esteemed more than my necessary food. In Jeremiah, your word was found and I did eat it. Your word was the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Jeremiah 15, 16. The psalmist declared, I delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Psalm 119 and verse 16. Jesus said, man shall not live by, uh, by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4. 4. Paul, through the Holy Spirit, penned, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom. Colossians 3.16. Listen. Listen. Satan does not care. How much you get into the Word of God so long as the Word of God does not get into you. Satan does not care how much (laughs) you get into the Word of God so long as the Word of God does not get into you. Holy activities can become heartlessly habitual. Remember that from a couple of days ago? Holiness is not a condition into which we drift, but from which we can drift. God gives others the right to look at our life, to look at our ministry, and to determine if we're growing. 1 Timothy 4, verses 6-16. through How important it is for us to evaluate well. To weigh our souls, as we talked about Monday. And to weigh our souls appropriately. But we also talked a little bit in our chapel yesterday about a theology of remembrance. And how prone we are to remember what we should not. And we forget what we ought not. That we write our blessings in dust and our injuries and offenses in marble. Today I want to talk to you about the Word of God. How audacious of me to talk to people who are faculty and students in a school of preaching about getting into the Word of God. I think that it's probably a good subject because Satan doesn't care how much we get into the Word of God as long as the Word of God does not really get into us. I'm going to talk to you about internalizing God's Word. Internalizing God's Word about God's Word becoming such a part of us that as the old story goes, that if we were cut, we would actually bleed Bible. (laughs) Think about that. Talk about applying yourself wholly to the text and then applying the text wholly to ourselves. That old statement by Bengal, the Word of God was meant to be How does one go about internalizing the Word? How do we make it part of our our lives, part of our very DNA, spiritually speaking? Here on the board, you'll see seven. Seven approaches... That lead to internalizing the word. they'll sound awfully familiar. let's go over them together. Hearing hearing the Word of God is crucial to internalize it. Well, what do you mean,
1: Mike? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing
0: by the word of God. Romans ten, seventeen. You know passages like this. Speak, Lord, your servant hears. First Samuel 3, 9 through eleven. But how about this? Is God's word being heard constantly? Frequently by you. I hear you. It can be kind of like a conversation between a husband and wife. Sometimes a wife knows that her husband is really not hearing. I wonder how often that's true of us. Does noise keep me from hearing? Does media saturation keep me from hearing? Hearing the Word. Reading God's Word is essential (coughs) to internalizing it. Give attention to reading 1 Timothy 4.13. Check that one. Check that one. Really? Be careful how you hear Luke 8.18. Reading. Is God's Word read publicly and well in our churches? seems to me that in many places that needs to be restored. Amen. How about family settings? If the public setting of the assembly is a time for reading, how about family Bible reading time? My children are now 30 and 27 years of age. And if I were to ask them what they remember about growing up with their mother and me, one of the things that they would first say, reading God's word. I am humbled and I am grateful to know that. Those of you that are married, do you read God's word with your wife or with your husband? It can be something to look forward to. It is so easy for the academic (coughs) exercise that the students here are engaged in and the faculty are engaged in in teaching for holy activities to become nothing more than a heartless habit. There's sermons to preach, Corey. There's (coughs) classes to prepare. There's tests to take. And we want to do well. That's understandable. Public reading. Family reading. Private reading. And think of it this way, by way of illustration. Reading God's word (coughs) should be like going over a beautiful, pristine lake. In a motorboat. Sometimes you slow down just a little bit, but you're just going across it and you're noticing the beauty, the trees, the cool of the the day. It's just a perfect day. The sunshine. People have made it easier and easier for us to read the Bible. Think of all the translations and think about all of the good marketing that has been done with God's Word in our lifetimes, I have the English Standard Version of just Psalms that I stole from Michael Hyde's office just before chapel today. They've taken all of the books of the Bible, haven't they? And they put them in smaller copies where it's one book and perhaps two or three. And you could devotionally Look at the grave waters of God's clear clear truth and learn. Speeding on as you read from book to book. This is the wheelhouse of Bear Valley. Study. Going back to that illustration, if reading is like going over the lake uh, in a motorboat, study is like rolling in a glass-bottom boat. Wow. Look at this that's up closer to me. It's is right up against the glass. I can see the bottom. I can see something of the depth. And so we're talking about exegesis, and we're talking about word study, and we're talking about grammar, and we're talking about history, and we're talking about literary type and genre. We're talking about these things. But really all that it is, is an approach for internalizing God's We study, we <coughs> as the word to conform to the image of God's Son. Romans 8:29 There's the purpose. Why do we put God's word uh, give such emphasis to it? It is because we love God and want to conform to the image of God's Son. I'm going to tell you, exegesis alone will not help you internalize the Word. It is a way of internalizing, but not the only one. What about hearing, reading? What about study? What about memorizing? Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119 and verse 11. I told the second year students, while well, exegesis is really the wheelhouse of Bear Valley, and I'm glad. Because learning to exegete scripture will help you feed your soul and the souls of others Muscle memory in memorizing Scripture needs to be improved here. I say that as a preacher and teacher and lover of people. Memory muscle needs to be improved. Where great text concerning faith and baptism in the church and love and peace and joy and so many other marvelous themes Jesus and his deity, Jesus and his humanity, all of these things come to us. Just like that. Because it's important to internalize the scripture. Just like exegesis. Exegesis. A lot of times we think of memory, and it can be so rote. But I tell you what: after we talked about a biblical theology of memory yesterday, memorizing God's word isn't something that you're doing to show off about how much you, of God's word you know. But because you want to have God's word in you, so you can form, conform to Jesus. Memory. And then, when we talk about internally, internalizing God's word, meditating on it. In his law, he meditates both day and night. Psalm 1 1 through 3. Joshua was, to- was told if you want to have success, Meditate on my word, Joshua 1, 6 through 6-9. And don't swerve from it to the left or to the right. To meditate. Think of your mind and heart as hot water. For some of us, it won't be very hard, because I'm in hot water right now, probably, after what I said about exegesis. But anyway, meditating means... I am hot water, and the word of God is a tea bag. I will steep myself in your truth. <coughs> I will let it soak into me until I take on the taste and flavor of your eternal word. I think now, with all the noise and all the technology and with all the entertainment we need to restore meditation as a way of internalizing God's word of chewing on it of thinking about it of letting it get in to us Amen, Amen. Applying God's word Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them not, Jesus would say, Matthew 7, 24-27. James would say, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Applying. Ezra set his heart to seek the will of the Lord and to do it teach Israel God's statutes and judgments. Ezra 7 verse 10. Praying God's Word. I want to so internalize God's Word that I can pray it back to Him Praise, with thanks, with petitions for others, with requests for forgiveness, and the like. To study Christ and his praying is to be humbled, but one of the things you can't help but notice. Even on the cross, when he prayed, he was praying scripture. Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. How many churches would be blessed if when a prayer was uttered, maybe one turned to the prayers of Paul in passages like Ephesians 1, 15-23 or Ephesians 3, 14-21. And if we prayed prayers for the church today, that Paul prayed for these congregations that he loved so much. I would contend, in fact, I would insist, that if we really are going to internalize God's Word, it's a package deal. It's a package deal. We simply cannot emphasize one or two or three or four of these seven areas to the neglect of others. Some fault questions. Some thought questions. This is between you, your heart, and God. You hear me, Brent? Which of these seven would you say, you know, as I look at my life, I really, I really want to stress and emphasize this. And, and, and people who know me would say that about me my family would would realize this. Which of the seven would be areas of strength? Which of the seven would be areas of weakness? To have a vibrant internalization of God's word in us. (laughs) Thought question What about our Lord? about Jesus <laughs> when it came to internalizing God's word and the seven approaches where would he have been we internalize the word because we want to conform to the image of God's Son. I suspect our Lord is off the charts, don't you? God help me to use my time so that I can conform more to you and your Son by internalizing your message. You can tell a child of God by their attitude toward the Word of God. Amen.